you're clapping. I'm talking about you. We're not you You're Puerto Rican? Yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. I would really appreciate it if we would use the term biblical. Mucha crema, tus tacos, y se te quema el arroz. Hell yeah, mojón. Rather than just using the word before, uh, before. What's up, mi gente? Welcome back to another episode of For Christ y Cultura. I'm here with my co-host. This is Lauren. And this is Paul Sway, a.k.a. Conan, a.k.a. Ray Mysterio Jr. And I packed on some weight, but I still wear a mask, y'all. <laughs> what is oh, up, everybody? We are back for episode... What episode is this? Seven. Episode seven. Dang. Yeah. We're actually doing this, guys. This is real. I'm excited. Like legit official. I'm still excited, and I'm and you, you guys have no idea. I still don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I already said my name, right? My name is Jonathan Gonzalez. Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you did. Or no? Oh, okay, okay. I, I forget. I get into this like weird momentum, and I'm like everything blacks out, and I'm, I just I just keep blabbering. So, <laughs> I just I just like I just like getting into my AKAs. Okay. <laughs> uh, my name is Jonathan, <laughs> aka John the Presby. That's what I'm talking um, about. I actually, speaking about being Presby, um, today we did a very Presby thing. We Ooh. had a congregational meeting. Dope. So, uh, if you guys don't know what that is, it's it's so we have a yearly. Unless there's like something very controversial, it's a yearly thing. So our whole congregation comes together and we vote on all kinds of stuff. We voted. So today we were voting because we are in search of a new pastor. So the session, which is the elders, like the elders, um, the board of elders was just updating the congregation how... Um, it's going with this uh, search committee, um, you know, the candidates, blah, blah, blah. They narrowed it down to one guy. And, uh, yeah, they were telling us all about it. But then the second order was we were approving the church's budget. And that wow. is very, very heavy stuff. So that's one of the things of um, congregationalists and also Presbyterians, they they uh, vote on the church's budget. So we see all the numbers. Every single dollar that hits the church uh, account, we get to see it. And we get to see what they spend the money on. And so it was very, very um, intense. Will your, will your pastor be wearing a Gucci suit on Sundays? <laughs> no. Side in the budget? Bro. On- is he gonna be on preachers, um, sneakers on preachers or whatever that Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> no, heck no. With the my, new Jays. Well, we actually don't have a pastor right now, but um, when we did, he was like the most humble, simple man like ever. That's awesome. For real. Yeah. So, so I felt very Presbyterian today because uh, we were voting and I was being a good church member and and uh, yeah, so. 
that's what I did today. Also, oh, yeah, my bad. Also, one of the things I want to say is I want to shout out. Number one, I want to shout out my wife because she is so, she deals with a lot and she allows me to do this podcast and do other things. And uh, I take a lot of time off from spending time with her to do all these things. And I just want to shout you out, babe. I love you. <laughs> Aww. How cute. And um, also, I want to shout out um, uh, Pastor Aldo from Florida, from Miami, Florida. I actually had a four-hour conversation with him today after church. Whoa. So, four-hour conversation, and it was super, super dope. We talked about a lot of things about planting um, Reformed theology in um, our context and how he's doing it and all the crazy thing that he goes through in Miami and it was just super dope. So shout out, shout out Aldo. Whoa. Shout out Aldo. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> the the. So how was your guys' this week? Well, my wife got her nails done this weekend. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, she actually flashed uh her nails and she was uh, what is it um. It's not called flossing anymore, is it? Do they do, do yeah, the kids still, do the yeah, kids still, still say, say uh, flossing? Flexing, I think it's flossing, flexing. Okay, yeah. flexing. Oh, flexing. There you go, flexing. I think that's a new word. Yeah, now. get with so, it. So, so um, my, my week was pretty dope. Um, I went to the gym a few times. Watch this. Woo! Yes, yes. Hallelujah. That's all. That's always yeah. a miracle. Get it. Like. When I hit the gym, even once, I'm like, you know what? I did such, <laughs> such a good. Uh, this was, this was a monumental yes, moment, and right? And I, um, also <laughs> we got we, um, we we had a community event um, on yesterday, and um, about eighty people came out to clean a big part of the main strip that in in our in our neighborhood, and um. It, it was it was a dope time, man. I got to talk with some people in my neighborhood, and um, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Dope. What about you, Lauren? How was your week? So, um, honestly, my week wasn't all that great because I came back from vacation. Everything was cool and fine until I got a stomach virus that kept me from work or doing anything up until about Thursday. So, <laughs> that's how my week went. Um, sick. <laughs> but it was oh, it was really good rest, though. Because um, I was able to just, like, sleep. <laughs> catch up on, like, four years of missed sleep. What it felt like. Four so, years. Four years, if we want to be exact. But yes. So, but I finally got back to work um, on Thursday. And things have been good. And I'm, I'm good. Awesome. That's that's. I mean, it's not awesome that you were sick, but it's awesome that you're okay now. <laughs> yes, thank God. You know, you know what's crazy? I don't know if it happens to you guys, but every time that I go on a trip, or I'm about to go on a trip, I always get sick, or something crazy always yes. happens like that. Me too. Sometimes it doesn't prevent me. Like I don't think it, it has ever prevented me from taking my trip, but it always happens. Like I always end up getting sick. I break my arm. Something. You know, something crazy. Some crazy oh, things have happened. We're breaking bones. Okay. 
I, I usually when I yes. usually when I go on trips, I'm I'm usually fine. I sleep a lot um, on the way to the trip, and then when I'm there, I can't sleep at all. Oh, because you're so excited, or what? Yeah, because I'm so excited. I'm, I'm like a squirrel. <laughs> 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 that's what my kids do my kids just like freaking they're like having a seizure oh, because of their excitement shake with everything like they're like i don't know i don't know what it is but my i use my hands a lot and my kids do too like to express emotion mm -hmm. so they're like they're like like super excited and they do this like weird thing with their fingers and i'm like whoa that's freaking weird stop it oh. but i do that too you know what i mean I do that too, so they they got that from their daddy. <laughs> uh, so um, it's so cute when kids do that because they're so excited about everything. To be a kid again, man. <laughs> for real, for real. I'm 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 an old man, guys. I'm 26 years old. I'm about to be 27. Ah, I feel like ah. an old man. <laughs> but uh, one of our one of the good things of this week um, was that we, get ready, drum roll please, we, nosotros, we got another voicemail. <laughs> I'm so excited. Ooh, yeah, so we got another voicemail, guys, and uh, I'm going to play it for you guys so you guys can hear it. So that was probably the highlight, highlight of my week, so... I'll put this on for you guys. Yo, what's good, family? For Crisis Cultura, out here, man, in Chicago. My name is Sanford Perez. Um, Boricua over here from Chicago, man, enjoying the podcast, loving what y'all are doing. Uh, the most recent, uh, the most recent episode y'all just had, man, uh, when they see us. I, I saw those, saw them clips uh, a couple weeks ago, man. Impactful. Loving the, the realness of each and every one of you, man. It's, it's dope. It's dope. Uh, we need a lot more podcasts like that. So, uh, proud of y'all, man, and hope y'all can continue to move forward and we're supporting you out here. All right? Peace out. How cool. <laughs> That's dope. Yo. That's dope. What was that brother's name? Um, Here, I'll tell you exactly what his name is. Because right after he left us a voicemail, he actually followed us on Facebook. So the bro had the thickest Chicago accent ever. I loved it. Did he? <laughs> Yo. Yeah. It was... I've met, I met some brothers from Chicago, man. They all talk just like that. Hey, yo, shout out to Chicago. Chirac. Chi-town. Uh, <laughs> shout out, bro. Like, that's super dope. Super dope. I, I was so excited. Uh, dang. Like, yeah. I'm from Reno. You're probably closer to Chicago-ish. No, you 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 probably like, are. really. So yeah. Chicago is probably in the middle of the of the U.S. Right? And yeah, I'm looking at a map right now in Illinois. So yeah, I guess I think Lauren, you're actually closer <laughs> to Chicago. Yeah, like from I'm where I'm at. Yeah. Like from where I am, <laughs> looking at the map, I think there's a little more like closer distance than where I am. But 
So shout out Stanford Perez. Um, the homie is oh, from the Bulls. Yeah, Stanford Perez. So shout out, bro. Um, he lives in Chicago. Man, we are so happy that you are listening. We are super grateful. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, thank you for being real and uh, giving us good feedback. Yeah, man. Shout out to all the Boricuas out there in Chinatown, oh, yeah. man. Hey, yo, yeah. Let me tell you something. When, 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 when we started to, to immigrate to the U.S., Chicago was one of the first places we went. In Chicago, then New York, then Philadelphia, then Florida. And 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 wow. Chinatown's big. It's a big place for us. Yep. Yo, Latinos all over. Shout out Boricuas. Shout, shout out uh, Chicago. And uh, we try to be as real as we could be on this podcast. Uh, believe me, this making this podcast and uh, and uh, being so real and upfront takes you know it it, it is hard work for us uh, to put each and every episode out um, and to pour our hearts out and to be so vulnerable. You know, sometimes I'm like, dang, I really said that. I've never said that to anybody. And even somebody at church was like. Bro, you're like you're not like afraid that you're gonna say something dumb, and I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I am, but I still say it. <laughs> I might, I still say it, and 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 that's part of the beauty of it, you know. We ain't well, we ain't no pastors. Uh, Sway is about to get ordained, but uh, you know, me and Lauren, and we're just regular people, you know. Just, I am definitely not qualified uh, to be a pastor, so <laughs> yeah, so. So we're just Her regular Titus. people talking about <laughs> we are uh, regular people, yeah. walking through the faith, and and it's so encouraging that that yeah we got people all over yeah. the U.S. listening to us. So it's really cool. Uh, yeah, shout out Stanford Perez, uh, we love you. So we're going to talk about our next topic. We get on to Internet Be Wildin'. And uh, today, we're going to talk about some very, very, very uh, cool, weird. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. We just... <laughs> that was perfect. We're talking about Area 51, and um, they can't stop us all. They can't. Uh, so, there's no way. There's no way. There's so the internet thousand. It has been, it has been blowing up because uh, somebody in El Facebook made a um, event, and it's called. I don't. Ex- I don't. I don't know verbatim what it's called, but it's. Storm. I think it's called Storm Area Fifty One. They can't stop us all. Okay. So. Um, I found out about this because one of my friends had put like he's going. You know how on Facebook, like uh, puedes ver like like uh, <laughs> if your friends are going to events or whatever. So, so one of my friends on Facebook had had put going, and it says your friend blah 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 is going to. And I was just laughing so hard, and I was like, what the hell? And I was like, this is so funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm going to. Oh no. So I, 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 so I put I, I was going to and uh, yeah I think everybody after me they started laughing too uh, because they saw that I was going to it <laughs> so we about to the see them thing. aliens I, 
I think I think the funniest part about it is that that um people are planning to go right, but when they when they storm Area 51, they're going to do a specific type of run towards the gate, which is really which is that samurai run, <laughs> like like it's called the, the Naruto run. Where he has like like you're running with your head down and your hands up like this and you're running like like the the anime John. Could you imagine just a full on anime run with that music? So four hundred thousand of y'all, because you're included. <laughs> hey, last time I checked, it was in the millions. Oh no! It was point million. Yeah, I think I checked last night actually, and uh, the people that <laughs> said they were going is in like one point, one point four million people um, are going to this event. <sighs> oh no! And, and and you know what? My favorite part about um, how the internet is wilding is that they <laughs> did you guys see all the memes? All the Area yes. 51 memes? Yes. That's the best thing that has come out of this whole thing is the memes. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I was just, this whole weekend, I swear, I was just cracking up every time I saw a meme. Um, it was <laughs> it was amazing. All right. This is, this is straight from the horse's mouth. The group will Naruto run with their arms stretched behind them like Naruto... <laughs> Uzumaki in the Japanese anime series Naruto and therefore move faster than the people's bullets. <laughs> oh my. Bro, you're, you're part you of this. You you're you're going to be moving <laughs> fast <laughs> than a speeding bullet. <laughs> you know what? Like I just put I was going just to be funny. But now I'm actually considering of going. You're going, bro. You're going. Um, I'm 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 going and no, and um, I'll see you guys there. <laughs> so if you guys want to no. see me, if you guys want to see me and uh, the crew after Critical Cultura, catch us on our tent <laughs> outside Area 51. We are I gonna be there, posted up, know. selling elotes, selling tacos, yes. selling yes. freaking yes. empanadas, selling yes. mofongo, selling yes. um, all Magu. those good Latin treats. Right when them aliens no. come out, we're gonna yes. we're gonna greet these we're gonna greet them aliens with some some freaking micheladas and some some yes. carne asada and some yes. fried platanos Quiero. and everything. No, Quiero. okay, I don't know why you're including me in this. I did not agree to this. I am not gonna be held against my will. That's not <laughs> happening. No, I'm. I will support you from far away. But that's about it. Maybe provide I mean, y'all a place to stay because Roswell is only I a couple hours away from I can't where do, I live. So I can't do any type of run. So I'm just gonna stay at the tent while y'all run. Oh my! Just cheering Jonathan on. <laughs> yeah, you're them. doing amazing. No, but, okay, no, but on a serious note, do, do you think that? Do you think that anybody is really going to show up to Area 51? Do you think there's like a people are going to try to show up? Let me tell you something. If if I if I know folks from the backwoods who think aliens are real and they be they be sharing YouTube videos, those be the ones that's going to be at Area 51. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they gonna be like, uh. they gonna be like, how are we gonna do that number two run? <laughs> Y'all better hope the FBI is not listening in on they, this they podcast. Show, they oh, show, they show, trying they show to, are. they sure are. They actually screen all the screen every any any internet stop any inter- internet activity that uh, has the mention Area 51, and they screen it. So right now, as we speak, there is a agent listening to every single Men in Black agent. Word. (laughs) (laughs) So um, this is uh, Song of the Week. Today, we are going... To have our sister, Lauren, pick the song of the week. So you What's could up? go ahead and tell these people what you chose. So this week I chose No Chains by KB. That Ooh, has KB, been KB. bumping in my car all week long. And while I was sick and all that, it's just one of those real hype songs that you can get like pumped to super and high that song go hard yes hard it goes hard on the pain yes <laughs> so i um i really like that song and i hope the rest of y'all enjoy it and um you put it on your workout playlist or something because this beat does go hard like jonathan said so yeah it goes super hard and i think it's it came out last year right because i feel like it's been out uh-huh. for a while now huh I think so. I mean, something like that. This, I mean, but... CHH be like that, though. No shots fired. I'm just saying, see, I mean, CHH just be, they, they don't produce music like that. I'm just saying. They're slow producers. I get you now. All right. So this is uh, No Chains by KB. See you on the other side. Running with the set, yeah. Running with the set, yeah. yeah. We don't never flex with this rep, hear me? No. What did you expect? I don't need respect, I'm the threat. Tell them I'm so free, I got no chains on me. I'm so free, I got no chains on me. Nappy head, nappy head, no shame on me. I'm so free, I got no chains on me. I'm so free, I got no chains on me. I'm so free, I got no chains on me. Song goes hard. Woo! Mm. 
I just, mm. I just, you know what? I need to work out right now or something. <laughs> I got, I got this <laughs> sudden burst of energy. Oh my Seven thirty in the afternoon. Yes. 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 That's a- <laughs> yes. That song is so much fun to be working out to and not only that it's like a really cool way to just kind of slip it in there with your other friends that are listening to your workout yeah. playlist like hey you should get to know jesus and then just For real. slide in there <laughs> you, you know one of the dope things that uh i could probably say uh christian hip-hop has done in the past few years is they're making super super dope not just content wise but like sonically well-produced like bangers that you can just present to your unbelieving homies and they'll be like, yo, yo, who is this? Like, this is, this is dope, you know? Yes. And, mm-hmm. and I, I'm actually more encouraged to share uh, my music playlist. I think now more than ever. Yeah. You know? Cause I, mean, I, I think like Christian hip hop has matured a lot and doesn't sound so corny anymore. Like you could still be like mm. theologically correct and still be like dope at the same time so it's just like you get the best of both worlds now i know other people would say different but i mean but they're like it's probably the easiest way to present like god if you want to think about it like to other people because one of the best things about music is that you can take it to other people and like they just get it so yeah so 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 um, i've had no go ahead go ahead i was gonna say this 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 past week um at the at the event i was at and there was a point where I was in charge of the music for 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 the block, and I put my my drone in my phone, and I went on Spotify and I put on a, a Andy Minio playlist, right? And let me Ooh. tell you how people was bobbing their heads. And now what I what what I know about people is that when they hear music, they they listen to the words. Yeah. They don't yeah. just bob their heads. They they want to know what what the person say because they want to learn the music. They they, they want to sing along. Um, Especially like when they don't recognize the artist, mm-hmm, they kind of mm-hmm. like uh, they pick like, up on uh, it. Yeah, they pick up. They're like, "Huh, who is this?" Like, yeah. So, so I, I mean, for some folks will be like, "Yo, that's not the gospel," and I agree that it is not the gospel. But um, it it is a means to which get somebody familiar with the yeah. the the um, principles of the gospel. All right, so now we're going to talk about the topic of our episode tonight, which is Que Viva La Raza. Viva right, La Raza. Que, que Viva La Raza. Right? Um, now, think about... Have you... Quick, sorry. Have you guys listened... Do you guys remember Eddie Guerrero? Yes. On, uh, WWF? Yes. WWF? Yes. 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 So... Right when Sway said that, I I thought about Eddie Eddie Guerrero and his like intro song starts, um, "Viva la raza!" And then Viva like, la raza! Let's not remember that part. Let's just that's let's just think about the first part. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but that's actually where I get the 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 saying from was from from. The old Lucha Libre dudes, right? So I'm, Ooh, I'm thinking yeah. Eddie Guerrero. I'm thinking um, Conan, specifically Conan, and Rey Mysterio Jr. Ooh. and Eddie Guerrero, who used to, who who used to team up, right? 
And um, and they would like wear their red and black with the bandanas and all that, right? Yep. And um, but anyway, um, the the topic is more about um representation, um, Latino representation, in in um in church leadership, and in mm. and, and in eldership, um, and even books, um, we we aren't. We, we aren't that deep into it. There's a lot of there's a lot of authors out there who are Latino. Unfortunately, a lot of the stuff that they write is very liberal. So you have a lot of liberal mm. theologians who are Latino, and they have some really good stuff. Some of them, some of these guys have really good content um, in some of their stuff. But then other, and you get you see the same guy. Or the same, um, the the or or or, 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 or same sister, and in a different book, though their ideas will be like almost heretical. Um, so, how do mm. we, um, specifically reform folks, right? How do we foster? How do we create a space for Latinos to be able to um, become pastors? Become authors, become content makers, basically, um, and mm. you know, just talk like about us. that. Hey, hey, <laughs> right? Um, oh. we're without going liberal with it because, like, for example, a good example of this is is Justo Gonzalez. Justo Gonzalez is a dope historian. Yep. He's a, I mean, mm -hmm. he has some of the best books on ideas regarding. Christianity and and the the Latino identity, right? But then some of his personal mm -hmm. ideas, um, like on 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 Jesus, scriptures, and the Trinity, might be what we would deem um, heterodox, at least. Wow! And, and really? Yeah. So like he he doesn't he doesn't um, he'll 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 say something along the lines of of um. Scripture is 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 God breathed, but that doesn't mean that there's no mistakes in it. Um, that wow, that yes that. yeah stuff like that. And there's a lot of Ouch. people that think that that way. There's a lot of people that think that way. And um, not all of their ideas are wrong, but um, with that particular idea, that's something that we would like be like, what do you mean? But we'll we'll give it a second look. What do you mean by that? Um, mm. yeah. And. When he explains it, it, we we might end up saying, "Oh, you know what? I I I, I, I could I could I could rock with that," or he might say something along the lines of, "You know, um, which I don't know whether or not he does," um, but he might say something along the lines of, um, "Paul's words don't carry as much weight as Jesus's words," so stuff like that. Wow. You know, I'm not saying that okay. that's what yeah. he does, but I'm saying that that a lot of the Latino theologians do that. Yeah. So, for, first of all, why do you, just to continue this, what you just said, why do you think that is, bro? I know this is like not the, our main topic, but I just, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on why it is that in the, we're talking about like academic and also um, in the like uh, offices of the church, why it is that people who are there, tend to go liberal with their um, like theological positions why, why do you think that is way I, I think that's that 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 I, my personal opinion on that is that 
I think is mm-hmm. a couple of um, influences, a, a couple of factors. One factor is education, right? So a lot of these, the, the older cats that, that, that came up, they couldn't get into um, Westminster. They couldn't get into um, in, 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 in Cambridge or any of the, uh, these other um, seminaries. Right, Oxford and, and, and Trinity, they can't get into any of those. Um, Bob Jones College, right? They can't get into into places like that, um, where they would teach folks good theology, right? Instead, they went mm-hmm. to, to, to other places where they were able to to get a um, a more a less robust reformed theology, and they might get a, a Wesleyan theology, or they might get um, uh, more um what's that called it's not reformed it's um not reformed what's the other word i forget ah, i forget Arminian. Um, Ar- Arminian. yeah right oh, yeah right or they might just mm-hmm. go to a place where it's, it's super liberal and very influenced by german um the- theologians and might be more uh, like liberation the- like liberation um leaning but all that comes from the education that they get and the education that, that people could mm-hmm. afford. Um, also, you got Bible institutes that came up, which are not bad. I believe in Bible institutes. I, I believe that each church, especially in the hood, should have Bible institutes. Um, yeah. But I, <clears throat> but a lot of these places, uh, a lot of these men and and women, they just didn't have the education. The other factor I think is just our experience is definitely different from the experience of a lot of our um, of, 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 of our more um, affluent um, brothers, whether they're um, African-American, um, European descended or Latino. Like when, 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 when you have more money, you can, you can go to the suburbs and there's a church there and the church there influences you. And, and, and that's how, how that goes. So it's, it's, um, where you're at and, and, um, the education that you get, I think those two things is what kind of makes for these, um, this like lopsidedness in, in theology. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. Like, like, like myself, I have ideas that don't exactly cor- 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 correlate with a lot of reform cats. Um, my 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 ideas of social justice go a little deeper, or are a little more, or li- a little bit more hard line than most, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with disagreeing with folks about about um about whether or not throughout all of Scripture God intentionally um, watches over the the more vulnerable, the less fortunate, and the foreigner. I'm okay with that if if you disagree with me because you you know Scripture talks. I I'm not talking Scripture does, you know. Um, but like that's 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 just the 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 way things have been now us like folks um in a, of our generation right because I, I i do join my generation because you know 20 years is a generation right and we're not that far apart i'm 34 years old but we can make a change in that because now we we have social media that that can help out we have crowdfunding that can help out we have a bunch of stuff that can help um, young men who don't have money and young women that don't have money to get money to get education or, or, or get money to, to, to go get inf- um, in, in or not, 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 not to go to the suburbs, suburbs, but to get influenced by other people who have already been there. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's um, that. Can that's, I say something that's my thought on that? Go ahead. 
sis. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say something to that too? Um, I also want to say to that too, another big factor channels and that like TBN who uh, target more minorities, poor minorities and Latinos happen to be in the poor minorities. And um, they put this idea of if you plant a seed, if you sow a seed, you'll plant for a need. And I think that's part of the reason why uh, sometimes Latinos don't get that rich theological understanding of um, who Christ is, that even that correct understanding, because they listen to preachers like Kenneth Copeland, Joel Olstein, um, who else? Stephen Furtrick, uh, Stephen Furtrick, and um, who else can I? Hillsong, even. Um, a lot of those people because I think it's more of the appeal like God is gonna do something like amazing if I do this and I think that has one uh, one part of that and then the other part is that they see um, they see more of um, traditional whenever they see us and then I think what it is is they think back to Catholicism so that's more traditional and that's more whatever why am I going to be a Christian if this is boring why am I going to be a Christian if this is um if this is what it is that's not even cool like that's not that's boring like um I'd rather speak in tongues and fall out on the floor and (laughs) cast demons out and do all this other stuff where I see the spirit move um so I think like with our culture too we're real um passionate and real emotional and we can be like just into into things like full on so i think what happens is is that as latinos if we don't see that if we don't see the passion if we don't see like the emotion not and not everybody's like this but like at least something that's there that says like hey i love what i do i love jesus you know what's what's the point but that's um that's just seen from the outside looking in with some of these um with some other latinos um that i've hung around with um but i think the main thing is is like channels like tbn and um targeting minorities who are poor and yes that are people so i think that's another big thing too that keeps um that keeps them from actually learning so yeah yeah absolutely i think um um the reason one of the reasons that i wanted to do this podcast was to do exactly um in some way in our own ways to do um to have Mm -hmm. latino representation in these circles so we might not be this little podcast might not be the biggest like theological deep um podcast but it's still here you know we, we are latinos we are in these in these circles and this is proof that we're here and we we, we have a voice and we we need some we got something to say mm-hmm. you know what i mean we got something to say whether it's regarding uh, political issues whether it's calling current events or biblical or you know just like we were just talking about right now liberalism you know uh, you might not even know what that means we're not we're not talking about um like political liberalism we're talking about like liberalism as as it is in like theology uh, liberalism means like you don't hold to orthodoxy or like the principles of the faith so um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this. And, and I think it's super, super important um, for us to have representation. Um, so that's good, man. That's good. So, so I, I, I have a question. How, how important is it for, 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 for you and I, and, 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 um, and Jonathan can answer this first. How important is Latino representation for you on the pulpit? So when I, when I was looking at this question, I was thinking to myself, like <clears throat> this, this question is only, um, a question, um, is only like, it only comes up because we are in the circles that we are in because before I had no, there was no need for Latino representation because there was so much of it from where I, from, from like the tradition that I come from, you know? So now that we are in these circles, we're here. How important is Latino representation in the pulpit? I think it is very, very important. Um, I think it's important because number one, because we're here now that we're here, we as Latinos, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Why is it that um, historically Latinos haven't been on this side of uh, or more orthodox or more um, engaged in like um, like education, theological, educational, like, you know, that like the, the ones who are writing the books, the theological books, the ones that are writing, uh, you know, all the things. Um, why is it been that? And it goes back to what, what you guys were saying earlier, that it goes back that we couldn't get in, yeah. number one. And number two, and the thing that is, I think, the most obvious and, and, and the most thing that we should check ourselves with is that the reason why there isn't Latino representation is because there is no Latinos in this circle because there is no outreach to Latinos. So the lack of Latino representation is not, I mean, it's not the fault of, well, I guess in some ways it is the fault of, of this like tradition of Christianity, but it, 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 it is kind of their fault, you know, like it took centuries, you know, like the, the West, like, um, white, our white brothers and sisters had Protestantism like hundreds of years before uh, us as Latinos mm. in our countries had had it. So Roman Catholicism took over our culture, um, and for and we were enslaved by it for hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. So how important is Latino representation in the pulpit? I think it's very important because now we're here. So I talked a little bit about the past, but now we're here. And because we are here, um, we should be represented. Um, and I think, you know, we are in the time right now that God is doing a work by means of the Internet, by means of um, other Latinos coming to um, these great theological truths. And, and that's how it's been spreading to us. So now that we're here, all of us, everybody that's listening to this podcast, if you're Latino, you have the opportunity to actually become 
to be this. You can be this Latino representation. You can um, be the one that are, is writing the theological books, that is writing the counseling books, that is uh, being an elder at your church, that is going to seminary, or even if you're not going to seminary, that you're being a deacon, like lo que sea, you know, like we are at this point where Latinos are, uh, I was going to say infiltrating, but we're not infiltrating. By the grace of God, we are coming to faith, coming specifically to these big theological truths and we need to step up and and be this latino representation yeah. so it's very important what say you lauren how, how important is latino representation on the pulpit for you so i think for me it's important because i mean like i honestly like jonathan said everything that i i'm thinking like to tell you the truth um i think it's really important though still because um I think it just goes back to the whole Christianity is the white man's religion thing. Um, it's Whoa. like it's like that in the African American community. It's like that in the, the Latino community too. Um, why are we gonna uh, Why are we gonna participate in this white stuff over here? Oh, that's that's too white. That's white. Um, I think yeah. we need to start taking off the label of um, Oh, that's a white people thing, and we need that Latino representation in that pulpit for that very reason because there's still so many Latinos that think that way and then it also doesn't help too that we have pastors who are whites that um, side with Trump or they echo what he's thinking and it makes mm. Latinos not want to come to church at all because it's just like why come to church mm -hmm. if um that's how you think about me and maybe that's how god thinks about me too mm. um so i think that's i mean it's it's really important and um mm -hmm. it's important for other people to see that like jesus came for all cultures all colors everybody mm -hmm. everybody that is his it doesn't matter who you are um, that doesn't mean throw your culture away. That doesn't Boom. mean throw, like, throw away the fact that you are brown and um, all that because you can never get away from that. But, I mean, it does mean that we need to look to Christ and um, know that he is inclusive. He is ultimately inclusive. And um, we just need more of that representation to know that, like, this, I mean, this is for us too. Um, we need Jesus too, so that's that's what I'm thinking. Right, yeah, that's true, and and, and also I want, I don't want people that are listening to get triggered by some of the things we're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're not saying that we're anti-white. We're not saying mm -hmm. that we're anti-American. No. None of that. Um, we're just comparing um, the experiences of Latinos to that of those who are of European descent. Um, I personally do not like the word, the term white, because it's not a real thing. White people don't exist. Um, there's a, there's there's Irish people, there's Italian people, there's Russian people, but there ain't no white people. I don't, I don't, I don't know who yeah. white. Yeah, but, I get um, that. Um, that's another topic for another day. But yeah. um, I think that, that, um, that just like both of y'all said, everything you guys said, and I add that the reason um that that is very important to me and the reason for that is, is for contextualization and um for for empathy um no nobody could feel what we feel like we feel it um 
um, there's there's nobody that's going to understand our culture the way we understand it. Um, people want multi-ethnic um, churches and multicultural church, churches, yet they don't they won't do the hard work of discipling someone from our community and then mm. sending us out um, to witness to our community. Um, instead, what what ends up happening is um, they. They might get one of us that move out into the suburbs into their church and they keep us there and then they make us their bro. token um they're the token latino right yeah. um bro, and bro. then mm. and then that person that person will in turn be like well my 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 my, my the, the, these brothers they love me and i love them and that's it's a real love right mm-hmm. but then yes. they won't they they won't go out back to where they came from um to 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 witness to them Mm. Um, because of, for, for whatever reason. Um, and, um, I've, I've had, I've, I've, I've spoken to people where, where they're like, they, they come from my, my, my city and they'll be like, I'll never go back to, I'll, I'll never go back there. Why not? Like, what? <laughs> I know why, but why not? You know, um, if you're a Christian, why not? And if not, send some money so that somebody who's <laughs> over here can actually do the work. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? But um, but that's the reason why I think that representation in on the pulpit is important. Um, it's important for contextualization, and it's important for for just for for feeling purposes, for empathy. Um, and um, we're working towards that. To add to that, like that is what we're saying is if you're to grasp what we're saying, that is a biblical gospel. And I'm going to explain that because biblical gospel from the very beginning has always been multicultural, you know, it always been from the very beginning. There was Jews getting saved, of course, and they were very ethnocentric. They're very racist. They're barely, they're very about them. But what did, what did God do? What did God do uh, through the apostles? What did Paul always preach against? Um, in, in Romans and in Galatians, he always checked, checked them fools, you know, like he always said, like, man, you guys think that you guys think that just because you're Jewish, then, 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 you know, God owes you something. Uh, and, 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 you know, he was saving, he was saving um, th- people from Ethiopia. He was seeing um, all kinds of people. And the thing is, um, what Sway was saying that m- what I've seen in my experience um, maybe not in the last couple months, but maybe when I first started coming into, um, like the, uh, the reform camp is exactly what Sway was saying that these, they would take these people that would, you know, <laughs> get brainwashed by uh reform theology. I didn't want to say kidding. that. Not, not, brain, I... not brainwashed, <laughs> uh, not brainwashed, but you know that's, what I'm saying? That's what I meant though. Yeah. Yeah. But you get these people, <laughs> you get these people. And I'm full. I'm I'm in that community, so you know I'm just saying it. This is yeah. this is like uh you know, anyways we 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 accept these things, and instead of going back to our, even if it's not our city, okay, even if it's not where we come from specifically, mm-hmm. but we don't go back to our people. We go to freaking Minnesota, in the mid like Wisconsin. I don't know. Shout out Wisconsin, but. When I think about Wisconsin, I don't think about uh, a heavy, deep Latino population, you know? I could be wrong, because I'm not from the East Coast, so I don't know. But some 
small little town, <laughs> this Puerto Rican, Mexican, Dominican, lo que sea, you know, freaking out there. And like, he has no, why, why is he out there? He should be, he should be anywhere that there is Latinos. He should be the first one to say, nah, man, like I'm bringing this back to my people because this is the truth. This is the word of God. And our brothers should be um, pushing that brother to do that, you know, mm-hmm. should be pushing the brother to do that. Absolutely. But now, now, now question for both of y'all are, are either of you guys led by a Latino pastor? No, um, I, I will say that truthfully. I'm not, but he is actually Middle Eastern. And, oh, uh, yeah, it, it's different. Some I've, flavor. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Some falafel. So, <laughs> so, um, I'm not, I'm not led by a Latino pastor. Um, it's so. Why, why, why do you, why? Why is that an important question to ask, Sway? Now, um, the reason that now me yeah. neither. Me, me I'm, my, 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 my pastor is, and, and and we've talked about this. He is Dutch Reformed. He is Dutch. His like his family is from oh, from wow. Pottstown, um, and they they are very European. I mean, he's he's dope, the dope brother, and but. The reason why he's 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 taken to me is specifically for this reason, to to to, to disciple me and then send me out. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like like mm. and, and and he was trained under mm. he he himself was under African American leadership while he was in seminary at mm. Gordon Conwell College. I mean um um Gordon okay. Conwell um theological uh, seminary. Theological seminary. Yeah, where where okay. Kevin DeYoung went. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah, a good school, bro. Yeah. Right. But, but, um, but he's he he, he was trained under uh, un, un, under African American leadership. Um, a lot of his studies were in urban missions. He moved he moved from the suburbs to the city, not to col- mm-hmm. colonialize the area, not to gentrify, but to disciple and send out. Mm-hmm. Like that's his specific. Yeah, so I'm saying, is 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 that y'all experience as well? Do y'all think? So my experience, no, I'm not led by a Latino pastor. Um, actually, right now, as as it is of right now, today, Sunday, whatever today's date is, I am actually not under any pastor, <laughs> like uh, like teaching pastor. Uh, I'm under elders, but uh, yeah, like the one that is spitting the word like every week. Uh, we don't have nobody like that right now. So we're looking for a pastor. But um, so so no, n- no for me. And um, I do want to comment on why you chose to to add this this or maybe clarify a little bit, I think, because by the sounds of it, we're we're not saying <laughs> that like or this might not be a bad thing, because if you ask Sway, if it's a bad thing. That he's not led by a Latino pastor. He just said no, no. He's like, he's like, I'm more than, I'm more than happy to, cause that's my pastor. Like that's that's my homie. He's it's he my got homie, my yeah. back. He came, like he left, he left the suburbs, and he's like not doing, like he's actually legit. So I want to clarify that, to, to saying right. like, even though we're not 
and 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 it's not in a way like oh well shame on you because you're not no it's like it's like god has 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 set us in this place and praise god for you know uh sway and his pastor um and 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 honestly that's that's what should happen you know because if you think about it that's that's what we do in missions like that's that's kind of the goal of when we go outside of the country right so so when we're like spreading the gospel in Nicaragua and, and Russia and freaking China and in Africa ¿Qué es lo que estamos haciendo? Like what do we do? What do we do? So what we do is yeah, we send out missionaries whoever it is, you know, white, whatever, brown, whoever. But the goal of the mission is is to what? Is to obviously start a plant a church, but more than that is to raise up leaders from that from that con not congregation from that country from that context and raise those people men up men women everybody men up to um, continue the work and to keep spreading the gospel boom so you mm -hmm. that's the goal right I guess so it, 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 does any everybody agrees with that right that's so the goal, so right? so to answer your question you just answered your own question now the reason why I asked it on today and on this particular program and in this particular context is because the people mm. who are listening to this I want them to understand this is my challenge to all the listeners mm. if you if you are under a pastor who is not Latino I need you to if, if you if you feel like you're called to pastor go up to mm. your pastor and be like pastor I need to be disciple because I feel like I'm called to be a pastor So if you are qualified, if you, if, if, if you are a, a, hus a, a husband of one wife, or if you're one single, <laughs> right? Or if you're single, like, and, and you feel like you have that call, hit your pastor up and be like, bro, I need, I, I, I need you to let these chains go, so to speak. <laughs> and, 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 and train me and, and pour your resources into me so that I can go back to, to where I come from. Mm or to a city near me and I can preach the gospel to people who look like me because nobody else is sending them nobody else is sending yeah, anybody cause, to yeah. those people cuz nobody else is going to do it nobody else is going to do it that's the thing that's why we're bringing up a little bit of history and 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 that because historically this has not been done this is a new time new generation and us as 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 As, as Latinos that are heavy on theology and have a lot of head knowledge, this is our time to shine. Like, this is the time where we, it's us, because if we don't do it, Latinos, if you don't do it, they're not going to do it. And and that's fine. But what's not fine is if you just sit there and just don't do nothing about it. Like, you, we got to do something about it. Yeah. You know, we could sit in our, yeah. in our little suburban churches and, and, and sing um, from the hymnal every week or we can we we, we the, the here here's, here's the thing there's a victory outreach in every hood in america yeah, yeah. there is a victory outreach in every hood in america hey, there is shout out not, victory outreach yes yeah, like yeah, on, on the real yeah like they on do, the real they do work shout out because you know what i today am a fruit of that You know, Paul says that, or no, Jesus says that somebody sows a seed, another mm -hmm. plants the, uh, one plants a seed. No, how does he, what does he say? One, one, one plant, one, one sows a seed, one mm -hmm. waters it, but God brings the increase. Yes. So 
because of Victory Outreach. You know, the only reason I grew up in church and everything, but the and but but then I stopped. I I fell away. I I stopped. I stopped going to church. But the only reason I started coming back was because of Victory Outreach. It was because of the brothers that were going in those hard places, and they spoke to me and reached me right there where I was at. And they cared about right you. there. And and, yep. and, and, and and they lived on mm-hmm. you. Exactly. And and, 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 and you know what? Shout out, shout out my old pastor, Pastor Pepe Gonzalez, because. You know, he, he has so much heart for, for for us, bro, for us Latinos and broken people and, and, and the hood, pretty much the hood. So, you know, shout out to them. Like, I just want a quick shout out. You know, I'm, I'm product of that. You know, um, God has called me to something else, but I will never forget where, where I came from for sure. And, think, and that's what I'm um, saying. Yeah. Wait, it's just, I'm um, sorry. Oh, sorry. It's okay. No, I would also like to say to you. Um, I think being a minority and being a woman and a Christian is probably one of the hardest things you will be. Um, so just because like you already have Speak three things, that. like three strikes against you, especially when you're a woman. Um, and no, this isn't Speak a, on that. Um, and this is not an endorsement for feminism or anything like that before anybody says anything. It's not, but they will say <laughs> what something. I would, yeah, but what I would like to say to for the women out there who are um, a minority, um, and this might be a trigger warning, but um, Christianity is not just for the Starbucks loving, um, pumpkin carving, um, girl wash your face reading, anything like that. Jesus calling. No, that's it's none of that. Um, I think as a woman and a minority, um, it's important to be represented and it's important to get in there and to serve your church and to let it be known that you're here. Mm. Um, You're not invisible. You're not not here to follow the traditions of your mom and your grandmother before where you just stay in the kitchen and you serve your husband and that's how, that's how you live. You're out, you're meant to go out there and to serve your church and to love your sisters and live out Titus 2. Like the living meaning mm. of Titus 2, women teaching women and um, being yeah. a product and, and showing your fruit as a Christian woman. Um, it's not just <laughs> it's not just for a certain kind of girl. Christianity is for all women out there. So I think that's one thing that we need to I need to put out that I feel like that I need to put out there too because um, with minority women I think they don't feel like certain things are for them when and Christianity is one of those things too when it is because you need Jesus just as much as the next girl so I just wanted to put that out there I was just saying that um that I, I, I wanted to, to reiterate that I'm not an anti-VO person. I just wanted to to kind of like um, highlight the fact that they're in the hood and they're not reformed, but they're not a, they're not scared at all mm-hmm. to go into the hood. There's a pro, there's a cult, there's a culture problem. Yeah, they're not within the reformed church. That's that. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's all. Yeah, bro. And it's true, like. No, nobody, nobody could deny the fact that there is a white. N- hmm. Yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna phrase this. I guess, I guess that's the only way I could phrase it. There is a whiteness to reformed theology 
and that is the tr there's a whiteness culture in reformed theology and it might not be in doctrine like not like, i'm not talking about like it's just a culture that is has been uh, the like you know the, this unhealthy culture that has been a part of it so um yeah, i mean call me call you, you could call me whatever you want to call me but it's the truth like it's the truth and 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 you know what and that's okay all right it worked you know re reform theology invaded uh switzerland invaded invaded uh the scotland invaded a dutch invaded all those things and praise god for that but what we're calling now what we're saying now is that now latinos in the united states in 2019 we are here and now okay it's dope you know dope what happened to the uh, scottish covenanters but now we're here mexicans puerto ricans dominicanos freaking cubanos you know we're here and we got to do something about it and we and like sway was saying we got to learn from from people that are already doing people that are doing it you know we people that are going into our context and with no fear and doing things you know we, we got to learn from the whole church you know yeah we all need each other we all learn and, from each and, other um, and 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 and, and, I, and i'll also say something about the ladies as well um because ladies are are are, are more than just homemakers mm. oh, yeah, yeah. and and <laughs> and cookie cutters and mm. soup and yeah. salad fellowship like yep. <laughs> like let me tell you something there, there's this lady down in 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 north philly right her name is miss darlene miss mm. darlene has been doing what she do for the last 30 years and that's that's evangelized to the to the kids and in in the hood, in the this is the, in, mm. this is an, a, a European descended lady. She she's not Puerto Rican, she's not Latino, she's she's, she's not African American. But if you if anybody touches her, if anybody looks at her the wrong way, the hood's on it. <laughs> like it's on it's on it's on the set. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a green light. But this lady goes. She she's in there and she's. She is fearless, Miss Darlene, and she's like she she's a hood legend and she's a Christian. Miss, yeah, shout out to Miss Darlene. Shout man. out Miss Darlene. Darlene, and shout out to 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 Autumn Churches, Yo. in North Philadelphia that that um that try and do the right thing, man. And so, and you know what? In my experience. You want to say, can I say something real quick? In my experience, well, first of all, I want to shout out uh, all the solid women out there. Um, in my church, in my local congregation, my wife has been so, 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 so blessed to have powerful, um, smart, like patient um, women in her, like in her life that have been discipling her that have been going through life with her, like that just been there as a friend. And you ladies are so much of, of like such a huge part of the church. You know, I think you guys don't get enough just because, you know, you guys don't have titles and you you guys might be in some churches. I don't know about every churches, but um, there's like, you know, like nobody cares about you, yeah. but we care about you. Like, you know what I mean? Like I would my walk 
in my Christian life would have never been where it is if it wasn't for uh, solid women in my life, even in my life, you know. But even in my life, and 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 in 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 our context, or no no, in my experience, because of the percentage of fatherlessness in our community, in the church, what happened from in my experience. In the churches that I grew up in, it was the women that were the strongest, the most spiritual, the most head like like knowledge that knew the Bible more than anybody else. Growing up, I was around women, solid Christian women all my life. My mom is a pure example of that. And she she fed me the Bible and she taught me about Christ. And I was all—I was always around women that were doing outreaches everywhere, going, going, um, and preaching to gang members, and doing all these things, being a freaking missionary in the hood, you know, like like Sway, like Sway was saying. I've had so many experiences of strong women doing that, um, and that happens a lot more, I think, in my experience, because of, because, uh, yeah, m- men don't want to men up, man up. And, um, and 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 and, it ha- and and it's the women yeah. who are freaking taking uh, charge, you know? Yeah, no, I I totally agree with all of that, and I think that also reinforces the fact that we need things like what the Gospel Correlation did for women of color, where they had a separate um, separate segment for them to like basically to let them know that they matter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And a lot of people were up in arms about that. That happened, what, a year or two ago? Yeah, um, people know. were that's... just up in arms about that yeah. because they were saying, that's racist, that's this. Well, no, it's it's not. It's it's a way to outreach and to let them know, like, hey, you matter. Like, you are an important part of the church, too. Don't let what outsiders tell you that. And, you know, and I can't personally speak for what was said in there, too. That's just the gist of what I've heard other people who went to that conference um saw but um i mean like it's it's stuff like that that's that's also needed to to let them know like you're important and like sway was saying you're so much more than just a homemaker and just a wife and just this like you you're so much yep. you're made to be so much more because yep. jesus made you so much more um so yeah i mean like i mm-hmm. i totally agree with that and i think um you know we do have we do have to have a softer spot for women of color um, in the church. Uh, we really do. And stop stereotyping um, the spicy Latina or the mad black woman or anything like that. Like, no, they're a sister in Christ, and that's it. That's all, you know? For real. I know. My, my wife is Colombiana, and she's like the complete opposite yeah. of uh, Latino stereotypes. My- Nothing to say. <laughs> My wife's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and and that goes and that that goes to show, like you know, we're yeah, you know, show. we're we're all different, you know. Show. That's the that's the that's the cool thing about it. Um, that's one of the things that I I told a brother this week. I'm like, you know what? The cool thing about our podcast and about even just us, us as Latinos in this space that we're in is that we're all different. We all have different perspectives, but at the same time, we're all fall under the large umbrella as Latino and right. uh, Christian. So, so, so um, praise God. So, 
one of the things that I wanted to do today was um, drop some names of Latino pastors that you know of, right? Oh, he wrote, he wrote them Jones down. Right, that, that, that you know of. Yep. Yeah, I did. Right, so I go, I, I go with my, with, with my. Yeah. I go, I mean, I'll go so first, whoever, man. Go first. My, yeah, the, you go first. Yeah, yeah. So this is, this is, this is our, this is our, uh, what is it called? Uh, Recommendation. name dropping. It's our, it's our, um. Yeah, but there's a word for it. Um, cosine. There you go. These are our cosine. These are our cos for, for Christ go through that cosine. <laughs> yes. uh, we're so, cosigning so these people. I'm, I'm, I'm cosigning so. David Rosa Jr. from Hollywood, Florida. The Bros X29. I met him a few times. He is solid. Um, he loves Jesus. He 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 believes in the five solas. Um, and the dude has a a a, spe- a special talent for outreach in hard neighborhoods, man. Um, and just really good insight. So that's one dude. My other my other ones also is from Philadelphia. Is Jose Marrero from um, Christ Center Church in North Philadelphia. So what we're gonna do um, is we're gonna drop. Maybe not links, but we're going to drop these names on our, our footnotes of our episode. So if you want to uh, find out more about them, hear their sermons or whatever there, follow them on Facebook. Um, we're going to have that available for you guys uh, in the show notes. Yeah. So Rich Rivera from the Bronx. Um, Rich Perez. Yeah, the boogie Ooh, down. Rich the Perez from, Man- from Manhattan. Mm. Um who else? Who else? My man, D.A. D.A. Horton. Oh, man. The mm, big D.A. Horton. Yeah. D.A. Yeah. yeah, shout out to D.A., bro. Yeah. I, I actually met him twice. Yeah. Uh, I met him twice, and it's it's all because of the big homie, my home co-sign, yeah, Rudy. Uh, Pastor Rudy Rubio. Rudy. Uh, when I was <laughs> in L.A., when I was in L.A., uh, my last day in L.A., um, he had a meeting with DA and DA came up and he's like, he's like, what's up? I would like to introduce you to my little homie, Jonathan. And I met DA and I was like, what's up, man? <laughs> I was like, I was like, Shh. yeah, I got to meet him. And then again, I got to meet him at, um, uh, another time that I was in LA for the legacy conference. That's so I was cool. at the legacy conference and he actually got to do a workshop and he had a little, uh, session like us. A workshop and he had um he was like preaching or whatever so i got to hear him live right in front of my face so yeah so i'm gonna do my list so shout out pastor rudy rubio number one uh, shout out uh he's from uh rcla reformed church of los angeles he's doing big things he's doing exactly what we've been talking about um he's he's stepping it up he's he's writing a book now uh, i heard he's writing a book He's church planning in the hood, bringing these big theological truths to the hood. Um, Compton, Watts, Linwood area. Um, shout out to uh, Jose Hernandez from uh, Watts, uh, Hope's, Hope City, Watts. Dang, I forgot. My bad, bro. Um, it's he, He's a church planner in Watts, 
and and he's a part of i think i don't know if he's x29 but he's a part of calvary chapel and he's just right there bro right in the middle of it right next to the the um bounty hunters bloods projects i for Nick, nickerson's or the nickerson projects yeah so he's right there he's he he planted a church and he's right there in the hood right there in the middle of it and shout out to him shout out to uh aldo leon from miami florida i just had a huge four-hour conversation with him today again he's he's one of those guys that are, is, is is doing exactly what we're saying right now all the things that we're saying this is these are some of the men's that are that are doing these things uh, reaching people he's he is an x29 and he's also pca so he's presbyterian brother <laughs> Woo, shout out presby's <laughs> uh, he's a presbyterian brother out there and uh, yeah him oh and uh, um also uh, we already said die horan uh yeriel dominguez bro we got uh, from tampa yeah homeboy yeah the, big, yeah. the bro yeah the bro, is, bro the bro look man they they him and his wife stayed at my house last year and we went to the frequency conference together um they are a an amazing power couple who love people mm. and they are they're doing things over in Tampa, man, and um, I'm I'm excited to see what guys going to be doing with them. They also got the Berean Room yep. podcast on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, bro, and this guy is full of energy. Like, if you see his things, or like sometimes he live streams his uh, his things, bro. The homie guy's like energy dog. Like, it just it's just so cool seeing him up there. Like, he just like knows so much about the Bible, and he's just out there like yeah, like <laughs> like straight up. Uh, the, he's that's that's the yeah. keto diet. <laughs> So shout out him, uh, shout out uh, Moises Flores. He's also in our Reform Latinos group. Um, he's from the PCA, and he actually got to speak um, at the PCA General Assembly. They had a little breakout session, and he was talking about uh, uh, racial reconciliation or something like along those lines. My bad if I didn't say exactly what you were saying, but um, he got to preach this Sunday at his church or at some other church, and. Um, Homeboys doing big things, you know, I, and, and and I just want to give a shout out to one, a shout out to one more homie, man, um, Jonathan Reyes, from from Illinois. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. He, oh. The, he has so much grace. I ain't, I never heard him preach, but I know that the brother is smart. I know the brother is, um, legit, and I know that he's in a Pentecostal denomination, and he is working. And he's reformed. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord <laughs> for his patience. He's he's awesome. he's he's low key. Uh, he's low key uh, reforming. Incog incognito reforming. <laughs> I also want to shout out um, uh, Rudy's co-pastor at RCLA. Um, the homie. I I feel like sometimes that guy kind of gets because you know rudy is such a big character and he's like so big on social media and he's like one of the main like people pushing rcla that uh his his uh co-pastor from rcla always like nobody knows who he is so i want to shout i want to shout him out real quick chris marquez i knew that so shout out chris marquez he's uh yeah he's uh Pastor Rudy Rubio's co-planter. He's an elder at RCLA, and um, you know, shout out him because he doesn't get uh, all the hype that Rudy does. I feel. 
because he's more of an introvert. Mm-hmm. Lauren, got any passes to shout out? Um, y'all took mine. Da Horton and uh, Rich Perez. Those are the only two that I really, really know of. Um, but um, with the ones that y'all have named off, I can't wait to hear more. And then of course, uh, Rudy Rubio too, because I listen to him. Um, and I mean, that's it. That's about it that I could think of right now. I need to do some more research. <laughs> well, that's why we're name we're gonna drop the names and the links on the show notes below, uh, so you guys can get more familiar with these brothers. And I'm sure there's way more. You know, we are. This is the thing. You know, this is the whole thing. This is a encouragement to you guys to to get up and do something, or just like. Uh, just like Aldo today told me, not do something, but be something in Christ. Mm. He, was, he gave me a little thing like, nah, like everybody's saying like, you got to do something. Nah, nah, bro. We got to be something. We got to get up and be something. Be it, you know, because we could do, we could do a lot of things, but That's we right. got to be it. That's right. Yeah. So, so, um, Acts 6, 3 says brothers and sisters choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom and we will turn this responsibility over to them right so that's mm. that's when they talk about getting leaders <clears throat> and choosing leaders from among the people um from among the people from among the people yeah so so they they didn't get Jews to to um to 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 minister to the people and to take care of the of the poor, they got people from among them, right, to to do this because mm. it's the people that are from among them, they're the ones that know their culture, they're the ones that know the language, they're the ones that know, um, the mannerisms, all that, right, mm. yep. and um, yep, so they that's 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 the wise thing to do. Um, Titus 1, 5 to 9 says, The reason I left you in Crete was that you might put in order what was left unfinished and appoint elders in every town as I directed you. Right? So. And then and he, and Paul's talking to, to, uh, to Titus in, in, oh, to Titus rather. in this, uh, in this one, right? I said Timothy, my so, bad. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you guys know the whole backstory on Titus? Yeah, but go ahead, brother. Theology in your back pocket. No, go ahead. No, you you go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead because I don't. I, that's oh. all. Because I don't. It's a setup. <laughs> it's another setup. <laughs> I'll trust you. But if if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. No, nah, you know what? You tell me. No, no, you, no, no, no. Go, go you ahead. Tell me. What's what's the deal with? No, because I want to hear that. Nah, nah. Not, not Pastor Garcia, it, it might have been Please Timothy. I'm, pro- I'm probably, I'm probably confused with Timothy because, um, but if I remember correctly, wasn't his mom a Jew and her and his dad like a Gentile or something like that? Right, or Timothy. was that Timothy? That could have been Timothy, huh? But yeah, yeah. See? see, I was wrong. It's, it's, it happens, bro. Uh, Titus, Timothy. So we, we, so, so we see from scripture. That the that the apostles didn't send Jews out to the 
um, I'll just serve the 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 the, the Gentiles. He's, he they have people from among them to serve them, and in Titus, Paul does the same thing. He 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 says appoint elders right from Crete. He 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 didn't want it from the world. He wanted it from there, right? Because the they were the ones that went to know the culture. They're the ones that going to know the language. They're the, they're the ones that going to know how the people are. Um, so that's that's that kind of should show us what we should be doing as far as training men up. We 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 don't want to keep sending people that aren't from um, the the inner city into the inner city because they might be destined to, they they might be set up for failure. Um, there's pastors that come in here and they'll parachute in here. They'll instead of helping the neighborhood and instead of pastoring the neighborhood, they end up gentrifying the neighborhood. Okay, yeah, they end up just making wrong moves based on the fact that they don't know the people they don't speak yeah. the language they don't have the the um social capital to really be effective in inner city neighborhoods so they so that's something that we need to be doing is taking the example from scripture and applying it and it, it, it's really it's talk is cheap basically you know uh, a lot of people can say a lot of things about um uh, about about planning in the hood and, and and all that, but until until I see more churches that preach like good doctrine in the hood, like it's it's cheap to me. Mm -hmm. It's cheap talk. Mm -hmm. And I think I think what I want to say is 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 for this segment is think about this, okay? So the disciples most definitely. I don't think you got to go far to think to see that the disciples most definitely. Um, trained up men from all kinds of uh, backgrounds and from their their towns from Corinth to to Rome to to the, to Philippi to all over you don't have to go far but I want to I want you guys to think about this think about our main example for this is is the very God himself Becoming a man. Alright? So God left his... God leaving his position, leaving his home, leaving his um, throne to actually be in the world with his own cre creation. So being in the world with his own creation, he chose... Yeah, he did... Was from the lineage of the Jews... But Jesus made it so, so clear that it was not only for the Jews. And his whole mission was not to just uh, uh, be around people who he looked like him, who who grew up culturally like him. But his whole mission was like, no, I am the fulfillment of this thing that is going across the world. He said, what should I compare the kingdom of God to? The kingdom of God... Um, is 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 like a little mustard seed that starts off small and it grows and it grows and grows and what does it do? It it actually covers the whole world, um, and that's I mean that's metaphorically, but but it reaches people from all over the world, all nations, all tongues, and and how does that happen? Well, by discipling, and he he has a disciple, so. The very God, the very Jesus that we worshipped, his whole mission was not to just be with one people group and just teach these one people, but to raise up leaders from all over the place. Um, he he chose to abandon his 
his throne to be um, with his people and and to call him out from all over the place. So I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about about Jesus actually doing it, and he's our example. You know, he's our example. That's good. That's that's, that's really good theology for your back pocket right there, bro. Jesus is the best example of mm-hmm. of of contextualization, right? If if it God God his voice was too great for 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 us to hear, so he needed he not not that he needed, but he sent himself to us um, in the form mm-hmm. of of man so that we can hear his voice. Oh, man, that's good. So that we could hear, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he spoke. Jesus himself spoke so harshly on the the on the Pharisees and all the people, all the Jewish people that thought that the Jewish that it was supposed to only be a Jewish religion, th- that they were so selfish that just wanted to keep the truth just to their circles, just to their people, just to their own kind. And he was like, "No, no, no, no. This isn't just for you. I, you know, it's not just for you. It's 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 for the whole world." You know, so that was uh, another episode of For Christ y Cultura. We thank you so much for tuning in, for listening to us. Um, you know, a lot of this stuff is we, like we said in this episode, this is more of a call for us Latinos in wherever we're at, in our circles, to be, to stand up and be that that voice, be that representation um, and it doesn't even have to be like a like a pastor, honestly, because even Sway earlier in the beginning of this uh, episode, he said more content creators, more people who who do things like representation, not only in the pulpits, but also in these mediums, in these forms, more people who are writing books. You don't have to be a pastor to write a book, you know, more people to to do all these all these things. So this is a call for you guys to to get up and, and reach your community, man, reach, reach, reach our people because because, you know, we need it. And and yeah, so if you um, like what you're hearing, subscribe. Sway. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, like for Christ equals that on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Call us on 775-391-0704. You might get on a show. You can get to talk your job. Thank y'all for joining in with us, and we will see y'all next week. Peace. For Christ equals Cultura, peace. Any trials? I will have a haircut by next week. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Energy, 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 energy. Yeah. Energy, 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 energy. I got the light and it living me. Only the tribe and my kin with me. I've been working like it's ten of me. Catching the vibe for infinity. Yeah. Energy, 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 energy. Yeah. Energy, 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 energy. The light and it living me. Only the trap in my kin with me. I've been working like it's ten of me. Catching the vibe for infinity. Never say no to my boo. Baby, we boys and roof. I might put gold on my